Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Dose with me, Johnny Savage. Just before we get into this episode, I just want to say that you're looking absolutely stunning today. I love what you've done with your fingers. Looking good. Keep up the good work. So, have you ever been making love to a woman and all of a sudden her vagina just bites your penis off? No? Just me? You lot haven't lived. So after a few hours in A&E and a few thousand stitches later, everything is reattached so it's all good. But I think it's safe to say that erections will never be an option for me again. So I was telling my friend about this story and he said, God, that sounds an awful lot like a movie I watch called Teeth. And he recommended it to me. So I went away and watched it and it made me feel a little better because now I know that it's not just me that that has happened to. So yeah, the movie we're gonna be talking about today is Teeth. So get your toothbrushes, get your mouthwash and throw them away because they're pretty much useless in this scenario. And let's get into it. So Teeth is a 2007 American horror film written and directed by Mitchell Lynchenstein. The film was produced by Lynchenstein himself on a budget of $2 million, which sounds like a lot of money, but that's a very tiny budget for a film. So it had its premiere at the Sundance Film Festival in January 2007, and it was distributed by Roadside Attractions for a limited release in the United States in cinemas. And over here in the UK, it just went straight to DVD. <laughs> Which is actually a shame because underneath this film, it's actually a very, very good film. And it just getting put straight onto DVD makes a lot of people write that kind of stuff off. So I don't think it got watched or got praised all that much in its first couple of years of release. So the movie follows Dawn O'Queefe. Uh, I mean Keith, sorry, little slip of the tongue there. And she's a teenage spokesperson for a Christian abstinence group called The Promise. And she attends the group with two of her friends, Alicia and Phil. Now you're gonna wonder why I'm telling you this next bit now. It won't make any sense, but it will do in about five minutes time. So here it goes. So when Dawn's at home, on multiple occasions, she hears her stepbrother, Bradley, arguing with his girlfriend, Melanie, because he refuses to put his penis in her vagina insisting on only having anal sex. So one afternoon, after giving a speech to her group about the purity ring, which is worn by members of the group, which is sort of like a promise ring, which is like, I promise to Jesus to not give my virginity away until I meet my one and only hero. And after this meeting, she's introduced to somebody called Toby, who she finds quite attractive. And you can tell because she starts drooling and her eyes like start weirding out, they, they just, they just separate weird so from that moment on her toby and dawn's friends alicia and phil they start going out as like a group of four Oof, i don't want to know what freaky stuff you've got going off there so one night while dawn's in bed at home she has a fantasy of marrying toby and she starts trying to touch herself because she's getting aroused because of toby and she has this vision of like i don't know you know the little mouth that pops out of alien in alien it sort of looks like that it just goes like a horny snake or something. And although she acknowledges that she's got this overwhelming attraction to Toby, they agree that they cannot spend time together because otherwise they're going to commit sins and go to hell. However, soon after, they give in to their urges and are like, do you know what? Let's just be friends. Let's not, you know, let's not do anything. Let's just go for a swim. There's a local swimming hole. We're gonna go there and we'll, you know, strip down to our pants and go swimming and get wet, but nothing will happen. I promise you, I promise you don't. I will not do anything. So after swimming together for a while, it starts raining and that kills the mood. Oh no. So they go and hide in a cave so that they can get out of the rain and get warm. And they begin kissing. Ah, oh, 
How romantic. I can't think of anything more romantic than being sat in your pants in a freezing cave with somebody that you've only just met a couple of days ago. But after a couple of seconds of kissing, Dawn starts to become uncomfortable and she's like, Toby, no, I don't feel right. I made a promise to Jesus to not open my legs until I've got another ring on my finger instead of this purity ring. But that's when Toby starts becoming a bit of a creep and a bit rapey and he gets quite physical and aggressive towards Dawn. And Dawn starts panicking and she tries, you know, like shooing him off like, shoo, get off me. I don't know who you are, you're on top of me. Uh, and that results in Toby actually accidentally smacking her head on the ground and dazing her, kind of knocking her unconscious for like, I don't know, up to a minute, I think. So while this innocent girl is laid there, uh, pretty much unconscious, Toby looks at her like, damn, I've really messed up. I've really done wrong here. I might as well go the whole way now. And obviously it starts inserting himself into Dawn. And that's when Dawn, from the pure shock of penetration, she wakes up and she starts panicking. And that's when you hear this crunch, just this nam, like a caterpillar munching on a leaf. Now what I found quite funny about why Toby's doing this, why he's being such a monster, is because while he's trying to fight with Dawn before he penetrates, he goes, I haven't jacked off since Easter. <laughs> I haven't jacked off since Easter, Dawn. It's your responsibility to relieve me. If you haven't jacked off since Easter, there's an easy crime-free solution to that. Just jack off. If you don't want to admit to it, don't tell anybody. Nobody will know you'll be alone in your bedroom. You can still say you haven't jacked off since Easter, but you'll still feel relieved. What do you think us guys go around doing? You know, we've, we've had a morning happy hour. And then what do you think we do? Jump in the shower, get dressed for work, and on the way to the bus stop, just start shouting to everybody. Hello, I jacked off this morning. How do you do? I had a good morning this morning. I exploded like a volcano. Hello, yes you sir. Do you know that I jacked off this morning? So obviously after she bites his penis off, he stands back and he's like, and Dawn doesn't, like, she's really shocked. She doesn't know that this would happen. She wasn't expecting it. She's got a penis. Just bit it off and she just runs off. She doesn't do anything. She's not like, oh, here, let me help you because you look like you could possibly die. I mean, I know he did just try to rape her, but still, if you feel like you've possibly killed someone, wouldn't you, as a Christian, want to help them? I don't think Jesus would be very happy about this, Dawn. So after that, she doesn't, really even bat an eyelid she just goes to another promise meeting and then after that she meets one of her classmates ryan uh, at a dance that they've got to go to they talk and he just drops her off home as if they've literally just been out to get a mcdonald's or something and after that dawn goes back to the swimming hall and she <laughs> that's when she screams in horror because she sees a crab just crawling away with toby's penis <laughs> So after that, we have an absolutely soul-crunching moment where she just drops her purity ring off the top of a cliff and she's like, I'm no longer pure anymore. I've been dirtied. So after that, she goes back home and she starts researching uh, vagina mutations and automatically vagina dentata comes up. Nothing else, no other possible medical reasons as to why this would have happened, just vagina dentata. Now for nobody in the know, allow Uncle Johnny to fill you in. So vagina dentata is an actual real life urban myth, it's an urban legend, and it was made up in the 1800s I believe, and it was to try and deter rape of women 
So people go about saying, oh, if you rape this woman, you could possibly get your penis bit off. There was also another side to it where they said, oh, it's a fish living in inside the vagina. So that's where that rumor comes from. You stinky, stinky kitties. I think it's time to release Nemo back into the ocean. Get him out of there, go get a shower. But yeah, it is an actual real life urban myth. So obviously she's seen this vagina dentata and she reads that it's an urban myth and she's like, oh, I have that then. I definitely have that. I oof, I need to go and see my OBGYN and make sure that everything is okay down there. Now the one thing I don't actually like about this movie is how it paints every single bloke in the entire universe as a pervert, as an absolute creep and as a rapist. And you'll see why I'm saying that in a minute. So Dawn rocks up at her OBGYN and she's like there's something weird happening down there in the old smelly area so could you just get your gloves on and spread me open and check please so the obgyn is like of course i will of course i will just lay down on the table get your legs akimbo and i'll dive in so when she's all set up and laid on the table the obgyn he, he takes his glove off and he lubes his entire hand up and he goes hold on because this is going to be tight and he puts like his whole fist up there i don't i don't have a vagina so i don't know how them tests are meant to be carried out but i'm presuming that that's wrong so obviously this obgyn is starting to assault her and she's starting to you know be upset and she's starting to get a lot of pain and that's when her vagina bites off his four fingers and is she screaming and she grabs a coat and she runs out of his office he's going vagina dentata vagina dentata it's true vagina dentata i love how she just runs past the secretary <laughs> in the doctor's office and she's like peace see you later you can clearly hear him screaming in his office vagina dentata and <laughs> she's just like hello may i take your name yes he'll see you at tape 30. so she hops on a bicycle and she goes back home and while she's riding home several police vehicles pass her and she sees someone driving a car that looks like toby's so she decides to go back to visit the pool to investigate and that's when she sees the police bringing up toby's body so he's presumably died of shock in the water. To be honest, I think I would die from pure shock if someone bit my penis off. So I feel your pain, homeboy. Right, so now I'm going to explain a really weird subplot to the movie. It's not really important, but you need to understand it for her next victim. So get yourself strapped in. So while she's at the cave and she sees Toby's body being brought up, back at her home, her ill mother, Kim, collapses and Dawn comes home and finds her. And that's when she hears Brad and Melanie having sex in their room while Dawn's mother is just laid on the floor like pretty much dead so obviously she rings emergency services and she's like can you come and collect my mother so they come get the mother and they take her to hospital so Dawn goes back to her classmate Ryan because she's got no one else to go to not a Phil not a friend Phil not a friend Alicia just Ryan and she's really hysterical about the encounter she's had with a doctor and a mother so he's like there 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 we'll make it all better why don't you go and have a nice warm bath and that'll make everything better. So while she's in the bath, he ends up slipping her a sedative just because, like I said, every single guy in this film is a rapist. And while she's asleep, he masturbates her with a vibrator. And even though she's initially afraid that she'll hurt him, she finds that when she's relaxed and is consenting to the activity taking place, her teeth in brackets do not engage. They just willingly let it happen. So obviously after she's had pleasure from the masturbation she allows him to penetrate her and after that moment she immediately becomes a sex crazed addict 
So the following morning we see Dawn get out of the shower and she goes to get a top and Ryan's like, where are you going? And he slips this little, <laughs> little pink, looks like a, look like a pinky finger, but it's a vibrator and he straps it to his big finger and he just starts going, mm, and wiggling his finger about while it's vibrating. And Dawn gives him this look of like, oh, you know it, babe, it's all. So she just dives on top of him. She's like, let's do this. But in the middle of it, Ryan's friend calls him and Ryan he boasts that he and the friend had a bet on whether he could score with Dawn and he's like yeah listen and he, he asked Dawn to say something down the phone to him while they're having sex he's like yeah say something so naturally she looks at him like what the hell no I'm not going to say anything are you for real and then she gets annoyed because she realizes that it was all a bet and uh, he's took her purity all for a bet so she gets angry and bites his penis off and as he's there sat up in his bed screaming she just climbs off shouts his mum she's like excuse me your son's up here with no penis i think you need to give him a hand because i'm leaving after that dawn goes to the hospital to see her mother and that's when she finds out that her mum kim has unfortunately passed away and that's when dawn gets told by melanie the girlfriend of bradley that bradley told her to ignore the cries of her mother earlier on just so that he could get his rocks off so enraged by pure deceit and knowing that she has this power so she calls it she decides to go home get dressed up in the sluttiest clothes she can find and put loads of makeup on and goes and seduces bradley now bradley has had a massive crush on dawn ever since they were kids and the parents met apparently there's a little flashback to Bradley where he's holding his finger up and he's a little kid and he's holding his finger up and it's bleeding and that insinuates that Dawn bit his finger but whilst they're having sex it, it sets into Bradley that she didn't bite his finger it was her vagina that bit his finger and as he realizes that that's when you just see his face like ten like and just tense up and then you see Dawn jump off the bed she stands up and she just drops this penis out from between her legs and then Bradley's dog comes and eats <laughs> Jesus Christ what is this film so obviously Dawn leaves and he presumably just bleeds to death because nobody knows how to ring for an ambulance in this movie apart from Dawn for her mother so after that we see Dawn trying to cycle away from home she's packed a little bag and she's just she's about done with it but then her bike tire gets punctured so she begins to hitchhike and that's when an old man pulls up and he's like get in sweetheart I'll take you to where you want to be. So she jumps in because she's like, oh, it's an innocent old man. How harmful can he be? But then she ends up falling asleep and she ends up waking up and the old man has completely gone past where she was wanting to go. So she's like, let me out, please. So he pulls up and every time she goes to get out, he locks the door and he looks at her and starts licking his lips and sticking his tongue out as if he's like asking for a sexual favor or something to release her from her prison and that's when dawn just looks at the camera then to the old man with a seductive evil smile on her face and then boom pitch black cliffhanger ending you don't know what's gonna happen after that sorry now to be honest if she bit the penis off that old man and he died at least he could brag to his mates up in heaven when he got there that he died doing what he loved young women and there you go that's teeth explained to you through my weird point of view now this film sounds absolutely insane just hearing myself explain it while recording this i feel like i took a drip of acid before i started i honestly haven't i'll probably do that later i'm just joking i, I won't yes i will but underneath it's absolutely bonkers premise it's a genuinely 
good film. It's a genuinely entertaining horror movie. And like I said, my main issue with this is just that they paint every single bloke in the universe as a rapist crazy maniac and to any girls out there listening to this we're not like that we don't just lay eyes upon a woman and lose all sense of control but this is a cult classic movie i think i can say now without a doubt if you've seen this movie as soon as anybody says teeth you know exactly what they're going on about even if they're not on about the movie somebody says teeth and inside you just go <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie don't let me put you off here. Go and watch it if you're a horror fan because you do need to see it. I would say it's a horror staple at this point. And seeing as it was straight to DVD over here in the UK at least, you could probably pick this up free of charge. In fact, you could go into a shop, walk out with it. You should pay, but they're not really going to chase you down if you don't because they're just going to be like, we make like 2p off it. So yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, go and watch it. But other than that, I've been Johnny. You've been awesome, baby. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do it savage underscore official music and let me know what you think to the movie. But other than that, I will catch you in the next episode. Ta-ta!